Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Happy Saturday, everybody. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, available around the country on the Odyssey app. Download it today, and you can listen to the Sports Junkies Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. I always use the Odyssey app in the morning because I don't wake up that early, so I can rewind on the Odyssey app back to 6 a.m. to hear the junks, fast-forward through commercials, and get to all the key segments because the Odyssey app is labeled with chapters. That's why I love the Odyssey app to catch up on all the latest D.C. sports talk. You can always tweet me throughout the show. At AWOD Radio, that's A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Greg tweets me, don't forget, about Frank Herzog. Tony tweets me, he's excited to make the trip to FedEx Field. Definitely feels like a playoff game, and I I totally agree about that. I mean, it kind of feels like a playoff game with the fact that everybody around town is talking about it. So many people are going. It's sold out. We haven't seen that in forever. And he says the only way we don't win is if we don't let James Conner is if we do let uh, James Conner rip off 20-yard runs all game. That is the one thing that scares me, is that I don't really trust this defense to stop the run because they didn't do that at the end of last season, and it's not like they've really done a great job of that in preseason so far. Um, So that's one thing to be worried about is James Conner's ability to run the ball. We'll be breaking down the game throughout the show today. I've got Joe House from the Ringer coming up at 11.30. David Harrison will join us at 11 a.m., but joining us right now on the BetQL Guest Hotline, as sports betting has come to Maryland, I want to let all the listeners know that you should not place that first bet without checking with the great folks at BetQL, because BetQL analyzes every single game from every single sport to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or by visiting BetQL.com. On the BetQL Guest Hotline right now, it's Craig Hoffman. What's going on, Craig? What's up, Awad? How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing doing all right. Hanging in there. Nice. So uh, how are you feeling about this game here? Sold out. FedEx Field's going to be bumping the start of the Josh Harris era. I mean, it's going to be electric. This, this is something that I think, you know, obviously folks that have been here their entire lives been waiting for for a long time as someone who's been covering this team for eight years. Uh, I've been waiting for this for a, an extremely long time. And, you know, listeners to, to my show yesterday heard me say this and have heard me, like, you know, being excited about this all week. I'm super bummed. I actually won't be able to go now uh, because I got sick and I'm, I'm being a responsible citizen and not getting everyone else sick. Uh, but, like, I can't remember ever feeling like I want to go to FedEx Field. You know, yeah. when I was on the beat, there was a couple games. But that was also, like, my job was to go to the games and whatever. But FedEx is it was always just a place that was it was annoying to get to. You know, the atmosphere wasn't going to be that good. There, there was no real reason to be there. Like I could do my job just as well from the couch out, outside of the talking to the players after the game. And you weren't going to miss anything from being there in terms of experience and whatever. 
now it's like, I don't know, should I go to every home game? Like, is, is that part of the story? And to me, that's, that's the biggest story of the weekend. And, uh, you know, that, that is, uh, that, that's, I think what we're, you know, we're waiting to see is like, is this going to be a one weekend type of story in terms of the crowd and everything? Uh, Because we know it's going to be this weekend or is this going to be something that is the new normal, which would be obviously fantastic on the long term. Yeah, the term you're looking for, I believe the, the kids call it FOMO. I mean, I yeah. have fear missing out right now, too, because I'm not going to be going to the game. And I know I have a bunch of friends coming from Richmond. They're going to make the trip. And uh, there's just so much excitement. How are you feeling, Craig, about the offense from what you saw in preseason? I feel pretty good about it. I mean, it's just impossible to know um, because the like the game planning and some of that stuff that gets more complex in the regular season – is the kind of stuff that you worry about with a younger quarterback when they start to do specific things to try to trick him. Can they? And that is, you know, that's the challenge. You know, even in the preseason, some of the blitz looks and stuff that Sam got was kind of the one weakness that he had. So if Gannon turns up the heat tomorrow, can Sam decipher where the ball is supposed to go, how the protection should be aligned? Do they have kind of systems in place that Nick Gates and some of the more veteran offensive linemen, which, by the way, on the interior doesn't really exist. He is the most veteran because he's got Cosme who's never played guard on his right and Charles uh, on the left, you know, who's, who's basically a rookie. Um, can they get the protection sorted out to, to make it so that he can do all the good things that he's capable of, getting the ball quickly and accurately to his playmakers? I, I think the enemy will have plenty of stuff in place to help him. Um, I think the running game obviously will play a big role. Um, I think there'll be a heavy dose of the screen game and the quick game and things where you don't have to worry about protection quite as much. Um, and for that reason, I feel pretty confident uh, that they're going to not just be good tomorrow, but be pretty solid all season. But, you know, is the, is the fear there of the unknown? Of course, it's week one. That should always be the case. It's Craig Hoffman with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. He's a host on the Team 980, a Hoffman show from 4 to 7 p.m. He's also part of the Take Command podcast that I love to check out alongside former Commander's tight end Logan Paulson. That's the Take Command podcast available on the Odyssey app. So, Sam Howell, you know, what kind of production are you looking for from him week one? For me, I just want him to be turnover free. That's my priority week one. Just no big mistake. Yeah, I think that's that's a good one. I would expand the big mistakes to like big sacks, you know, things like that as well. Um, you know, is, is he the reason that a drive stalls out in a major way or that you get way behind the chains? Or obviously, if you turn the football over, that's worse. Um, I think just be efficient and smart with the football. I mean, even if he makes one or two, you hope you hope that they're not catastrophic mistakes. You hope that it's not like a pick six type of situation because that's how a team like Arizona is going to compete this weekend. They have some talent. They're better than people think, but they're not good. Um, Washington's definitely better. So I think for Sam, like it's it's not a preseason game by any stretch of the imagination, but can you get him in a rhythm and feel comfortable going into week two and some of these harder games coming up uh, over the next month and a half? So that that to me is really what I want to see is like one of the things that's impressed me, um, Awad, is, is how composed he is and how the moment never seems too big. And in that atmosphere that we started, you know, this chat discussing, is it still that way? Is he still the same calm, cool, collected guy and yeah. does that lead to actual production? Because it's one thing if you're cool, calm, and collected, but if you're making a bunch of mistakes and you're still cool, calm, collected, I would like to see uh, that change. You know, you'd like to see a little more urgency and some, you know, some fixes to the game. Uh, so I, 
I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll handle the moment well. I think he'll do the job asked of him, and I think Biennemi will do a good job setting him up for success. Um, but production-wise, you know, I think he'll probably wind up somewhere, you know, over 200 yards, like 200 to 250 range, hopefully a couple touchdowns, hopefully one or less picks, um, and just be efficient with the football, you know, 60-plus completion percentage, kind of that range, which is, I think, how this offense is set up for him to succeed all year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I do think he's going to take a few sacks. We saw in preseason he tries to force the home run ball. But I do have confidence he'll bounce back. Defensively, Craig, who do you think is going to make the headlines? Right? I mean, Chase Young, Forbes, Sweat, Allen, Cam Curl. Who are we all going to be talking about on Monday? Well, I mean, whether he plays or not, we're going to be talking about Chase. Like, there's yeah. no doubt about that. He's a former number two overall pick. He's got a ton of star power. We've we've spent endless amounts of airtime on him because of all of those things and all the questions around him. And so we'll see ultimately if he plays. If he does, how does he do? If he doesn't, it, that's going to be a talking point to some extent on Monday for sure. Um, to me, one of the most interesting guys is Allen. You know, quietly, he's just not on the injury report. Everything seems like it's good to go. But plantar fasciitis, which is what he started to miss some time with late in camp, is something that can be bothersome. So how does he look? Is is he on a full snap count? Is he healed from that? Is that something that's going to linger all season? So that those are kind of the two injury front things. And then I, you know, I, he's, a, he's a number one pick, so this is not exactly the most exciting answer. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Not the most creative answer, perhaps. But I want to see how Forbes does. Like, once you're out there in a real game against real receivers, they've got some good ones in Arizona. Um, you know, how does he do out there, you know, in run support as well? We've seen him make some plays in the run game. And, you know, everyone's going to talk about how skinny he is and how light he is. Now it's time to show up and play 60 minutes of NFL football. How do you do? So I, those are the guys that I think I'm most intrigued by, um, you know, but the, then kind of down the radar, the linebacker play is going to be essential to this team, obviously this year. And we, we've known that it was a question all the way back in the last season. They didn't do a ton to address it. I feel more confident in Jamin Davis. than I think a lot of people do, but I got real questions about Cody Barton and this is a good test for them. Um, the way that that Drew Petzing, the offensive coordinator in Arizona, runs his stuff is very Kyle Shanahan-esque. Uh, those that listen to Take Command know I just stole that very interesting factoid from Logan. Um, but Logan Logan knows that offense inside and out and how it stresses linebackers. And so how do they handle that week one? This is a really good test for them. Did we lose, just lose Craig? Or Craig, you still there? Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay, we just cut out for a second. Uh, Cam Curl. You know, year after year, week after week, he's he's voted as, you know, PFF's one of their best safeties. What kind of impact do you think he's going to make tomorrow? He's big, um, not just coming up in run support and helping out that linebacker level that I just talked about and hopefully people heard because the Comrex didn't cut out. Um, but, you know, he's going to be big in that, you know, kind of that third linebacker. Um, and if you think of him coming down and, and what a base defense used to look like in the NFL before everyone's base became nickel. Um, so he's going to be big in that. But also, I think you see last year, Adam, the communication and how much better it is on the back end when he was in there. Those games that he missed early in the year, it was bad. Some of that was obviously William Jackson III. Uh, as we saw when he left the lineup later in the year, things got better pretty instantaneously. But the addition of Cam was also massive in that. And so the one way in which I think they lose tomorrow is if they give up a ton of explosive plays. And like a guy like Rondell Moore can do that to you. He is wicked quick. And so him, you know, Hollywood Brown obviously is a deep threat. He's not a lot more than that, but like that can hurt you. So if you make if you make Arizona have 10, 12, 15 play drives, they're not good enough to sustain those. 
Cam Curl is the kind of guy who can prevent big explosive plays uh, by organizing the defense and obviously making plays himself. And so I think his impact tomorrow is uh, it, it's got to be big for them in order to to do what they should do defensively. Follow Craig on social media at Craig Hoffman. Check him out, host of the Hoffman Show, 4 to 7 p.m. weekdays on the Team 980. And also check out the Take Command podcast. Feel better, Craig. Appreciate you joining the show. And cheers to both of us hopefully having a victory Monday on the fan. Indeed. That sounds great, man. Have a great rest of your show, and uh, I'll talk to you down the line. Yep, talk to you later. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Happy Saturday, everybody. You're rocking with AWOD here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, live and local till 12 noon, always available on the Odyssey app. Spent a lot of the first hour talking about the hype for the game, the RG3 video, the welcome home aspect, and everyone's excited to come back to FedEx Field. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Now let's get to the play on the field. What do you want to see from Sam Howell on the offense? Defensively. I want to see them get after the Arizona Cardinals and get this quarterback off his spot. Even if we don't get the sacks, just get him moving, running for his life, and hopefully that will lead to either a turnover or him just constantly throwing the ball away out of bounds and three and outs in Washington, get the, get, get the offense, the ball back uh, with good field position. What do you want to see on the field? 1-800-636-1067. Also put it out there, if you're going to the game at FedEx Field, I want to hear from you. If you're excited, if you haven't been in 10 or 15 years, why are you coming back? Obviously, it's because you're not giving any more money to Dan Snyder. If you're coming back to the game, the welcome home game, I want to hear from you. 1-800-636-1067. Tell me about your tailgate. Uh, tell me about who you're coming with. You know, what's the age groups? I do think it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be filled with people of all ages. There's going to be the older fan base, like my dad's age, that comes back to FedEx for the first time in 15 years, 20 years, and, and you're just so happy that Dan Snyder's gone. It's going to be a lot of younger fans as well, I think. High school kids, college kids, because I think FedEx is not like the cool place to be, at least right now. I don't know if it will be if they don't win on Sunday, but if they win, there's going to be momentum, and hopefully there's a home field advantage throughout the entire season at FedEx Field. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. Let's go to uh, Brant in Gaithersburg. You're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, guys. How you doing, man? I am so pumped. I'm turning 60. And my parents had season tickets at Griffith Stadium. They had them at RFK. I had them at FedEx. Wow. And I gave them up five years ago because I couldn't take Dan Snyder anymore. I had it with that guy. And this year for my 60th birthday, I'm throwing a 60-person tailgate in the oh. bus slot. We rented, we rented a motor coach bus with a bathroom for 56 wow. people. I'm going to have 70 people at the tailgate. I hired a company to throw the tailgate party. And then we get, we're going into the game, and, and then we're going to go down on the field and take a picture for my birthday. I love All that. in, buddy. All hey, so in. When, so when was the last time you went to the game? We go every opening day because my wife's birthday is a week before mine, September 14th. I'm the 21st. So we go every year. And, and I go probably like at least once, maybe twice a year. And my son's 24, Justin. He's hardcore Redskin fan. Oh, 
Commander. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in, man. All burgundy and gold in my family. I love to hear that. And uh, happy birthday. Congratulations, man. And I hope you're, you're celebrating a win. Oh, yeah, man. No doubt. Thank, thank goodness we drew the Cardinals. Yeah. No, that's a great point, Brent. I appreciate you chiming in. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. All right, uh, Toby, I want to go through some of these uh, fan duel totals with you for the game here. And, and, and each of us give our opinion, starting with... Sam Howell's passing yards. Sam Howell's passing yards for the game. Game one, you know, I have expectation that Sam Howell has the ability to throw for 300 yards. I do. The passing yards are sitting at 209.5 on FanDuel right now. That's kind of, I believe, Vegas expecting, hey, Washington's going to run the ball a lot. They're going to run with Brian Robinson Jr. They're going to run with Antonio Gibson. Maybe the offensive line doesn't give Sam Howell the protection to throw the ball deep. Would you go over or under the 209.5 passing yards? If you've been able to hear me at all on here, AWOD, I'm a huge Sam Howell believer, so I'm definitely going over. Yeah, I am too, man. I just think 209.5 is just – it's not very many yards. Um, I know Alex Smith was winning games at like 175 yards uh, per game for a little bit, but for most times in the NFL, if you win the game, your quarterback probably has – at least 230 yards passing. And so you, I'm with you. I'm a believer in Sam Howell. I think he'll make a couple mistakes. You know, I'm not afraid to see him take a few sacks because then I think that's just going to motivate him to fire back. You know, I we don't have much of a sample size, but we can point to that game in preseason where he took that 13-yard sack on second down and then converted on third and 15, connecting with Cole Turner. So uh, I've seen enough to have – um, a lot of excitement and encouragement for Sam Howell to start the season uh, with over 209.5 passing yards. Next up, Brian Robinson Jr., 58.5 yards. Over, under, that's only rushing uh, the ball for Brian Robinson Jr., 58.5. What do you think? I like the over. I feel like they're going to run the ball a lot, and I think 60 yards is reasonable. I think that they're going to run the ball enough that – I mean, if he's getting you three and a half, four a pop, which I think is very low in terms of an average, I think he'll get to that number. Yeah, I, I think the only way he doesn't get to that number is if Antonio Gibson comes in and, and breaks a big way, big one for 30 or 40 yards, and then they start giving him carries. Because I do think uh, they're going to run this offense here with the hot hand. Between B-Rob and Antonio Gibson, they're going to split carries. They're going to split time in the backfield, catching the ball out of the backfield. So whoever has the hot hand, I think will get more snaps. Uh, but I'm with you. I do think Brian Robinson goes over that 58.5 yards. I have him as an 1,000-yard rusher throughout the season uh, as long as he can stay healthy. The next prop, this is my lock of the weekend. Lock it in right now. Lock it in on FanDuel. Promo code AWOD. Jahan Dotson over 44.5 yards. I mean, are you kidding me? This guy might be our leading receiver throughout the entire season. He really is a 1B to Terry McLaurin's 1A. You can't call him a wide receiver, too, anymore. He is a 1B, and he's all over the field. He might be the best route runner we have. He's got incredible hounds, uh, hands. He does such a great job of, after he catches the ball, making a guy miss. And that's why I am locking it in over 44.5 yards for Jahan Dotson, Toby. It's just such a low number for a guy that is probably the number two, but I think some people are expecting him to take a leap this year and maybe be like a 1B to Terry McLaurin, and Terry's not 100%, so heck yeah, I'm going over that. 
Yeah, I mean, no injury designation for Terry uh, definitely makes you feel good, but I don't know, you know, how personally he will be feeling. I know he's going to tough it up, and he's one of the leaders on the team. He wanted to be out there for week one, and, and you love that he's not limited, uh, you know, being doubtful or questionable or, or anything. But I just wonder how many yards he's going to get. That's why I would stay away from Terry McLaurin's over under yardage. But how about Terry McLaurin total receptions set at four and a half? I think he could go over that because they're going to try to get him the ball early and often. A couple screen passes, uh, a couple plays where it's just a, a little drag route across the middle. I would lock in over four and a half catches for Terry McLaurin. Don't many, don't know how many yards he's going to get, but I believe he'll have five catches if he plays the entire game. See, I'm not as sold on that one because I could see a way that Terry has four for 100 and Jahan has, you know, seven for 80 or eight for uh -huh. 80 or something around there, and they go to Jahan more, and Terry is maybe the more explosive receiver. So I don't love that one as much, but you would think that you would like the over more so than the under at four and a half, but I'm not sold on that one. How about first half spread? We're all hoping Washington will have a comfortable lead going into the first, uh, going into halftime here, week one. At home, FedEx Field. The first half spread is Washington minus 4.5. Can Washington go into the half with a touchdown lead? What do you think, Toby? Yeah, that worries me because I wouldn't be surprised if they start off a little bit slow, and I'm not one of the guys that thinks they're just going to absolutely destroy Arizona tomorrow. So I would like that to be the case. But, I I mean, 4.5, can they be up by a touchdown at halftime? You would hope so. So, if I were going to pick a side, it would definitely be that. But I'm a little hesitant to think that they're going to come out of the gates and be good right away. But you'd expect the defense to get some stops early in the game because as much as the commander's offense hasn't been able to play as much, Josh Dobbs just got there a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. you would hope so. Well, the, the interesting thing about that four and a half is <clears throat> it's seven for the game. So I think you would think at halftime the spread should be three and a half. The over-under set at like 38, so they're expecting this to be really a low-scoring game, which tells me the first half could be a real defensive battle. Maybe Washington's up 6 nothing. Maybe they're up 6-3. Hopefully we get in the end zone. Maybe it's 10-7, something like that. I'm going to stay away from that first-half spread as well. The 4.5 kind of scares me. I do, think, I do think Washington will be able to have a successful touchdown drive in the first half. But I, I kind of worry that our defense will be able, will just let Arizona have one drive in the first half where they go right down the field. I, I don't know about you, Toby, but I'm worried about this defense once again with these explosive plays, the chunk plays. That, that haunted us all of last season, and Arizona's got a couple playmakers, including James Conner, and we have the ability to stop the run sometimes, but not always. I'm, I'm a little worried uh, that the offense for the Cardinals could find a way to get points. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking for a formula for Arizona to win, it's handing the ball to James Conner a lot and a couple busts in coverage and Hollywood Brown gets deep and scores right. a couple easy touchdowns. I think that's the formula. So, like I said earlier, if they can avoid those big mistakes, I think they'll be all right. But am I 100% confident they're not going to have a bust in coverage and Hollywood Brown's going to be open by 10 yards and score a 60-yard touchdown? I wouldn't say I am. No, you're right. The Cardinals are going to do run, 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 play action. Run, 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 play action. And if they're able to run successfully, we're going to be burnt with the play action. Anytime touchdown score, that's a prop that I love to place. I think you can find some really good value there. Jahan Dotson's plus 250. Antonio Gibson plus 170. McLaurin plus 140. 
Brian Robinson plus 125. Would you place any of those bets, Toby? I feel like B-Rob at plus 125 isn't the best value, but I feel like B-Rob's going to get in the end zone. Otherwise, I like Jahan to score. He was a red zone target, even though he's not the tallest guy. I think he's going to be that once again this year. I think he'll lead the team in receiving touchdowns, get on the board in week one doing that. I wouldn't be surprised if Jahan scores. Yep, I locked it in. I'm already placing the bet. Jahan Dotson, plus 250 to be an anytime touchdown scorer. He led the Commanders wide receivers in touchdowns last year, missed five games, uh, gotten in the end zone in preseason. He is going to be involved a ton week one with Terry McLaurin dealing with that you know toe injury. I would not be surprised at all if Jahan Dotson had multiple touchdowns week one if the offense is buzzing. So I'm going to place that bet, Jahan Dotson, plus 250. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. If you're going to the game, chime in, 1-800-636-1067. What are your thoughts on the Commanders week one? What do you want to see offensively? How confident are you in Chase Young and the defensive side of the ball? And when we return, I will give you my keys to victory. It's a staple of my show every Saturday. AWOD's keys to victory for the Commanders coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 1067, the fan, always available around the country on the Odyssey app. And we've been waiting months and months and months, and the football season is finally here. We've got a game to preview as the Commanders host the Arizona Cardinals for the welcome home game, week one of the 2023 2024 NFL season. 
We've got an hour and a half left of AWOD Radio Live and Local. Still to come, my keys to victory plus a score prediction. But phone lines are always open. You can be the quarterback, the GM, the owner of this segment, 1-800-636-1067. I'm a diehard fan of DC Sports, fan, uh, DC Sports and I want to talk to the fans here on The Fan. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Chuck and Culpepper. Chuck, you're on The Fan with AWOD. Hey, Chuck. All right, let's throw Chuck back on hold. We'll go to Andy and Sterling. Andy, you're on the fan with AWOD. Adam, hey. How you doing, Adam? Good, how are uh, you? Yeah, I just wanted to say I really didn't want to comment on the game itself, but I was reading the Washington Post this morning, and I found it interesting that after all these years, uh, it, was let it, it was let known that Champ Bailey and Riggins and a few other players refused to come to any of the games while Snyder was owner. It would have been nice if we had known a little bit of this information beforehand. I think it would have given us a better insight into what a lousy, dysfunctional uh, ownership under Dan Snyder that well, I we think had. We, I think we knew how much Riggins hated Dan Snyder. The Champ Bailey news was new to me. Um, let me ask you this. Don't you find it a little odd, though, that they would make Champ Bailey honorary captain? He spent maybe a couple years here. Uh, they uh, uh, they dealt him to the Broncos for uh, let's see, you know, they gave up uh, him Clinton and the number two choice for Clinton Portis, which I right. thought was ridiculous. Champ Billy's going to make it to the Hall of Fame, but I, I did think it was odd that they would make him honorary captain. So here's my my take on that, Andy. I appreciate you chiming in. Phone lines are open one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. I love Champ Bailey and. He was such a great NFL player that I have no problem with this. Yes, his best years were probably in Denver with the Broncos, right? The interception that he had, returned for a touchdown. He was like 90 yards in a playoff game. He was unbelievable. And he'll be a Hall of Famer. And that's why he was a legend in a Redskins uniform. Maybe it didn't last as long as it could have because they traded him. And part of that's on Dan Snyder. Uh, but I love them bringing him back. Nothing wrong with that at all, in my opinion. Uh, let's try... Uh, Chuck and Culpepper one more time. Chuck, you're on the fan. Yeah, how you doing? This is Chuck. How you doing, Adam? Good, man. How are you? All right. I want to make a comment on RG3. Yeah. I, I know when you're a businessman, I know uh, Josh Harris Group is a businessman, Snyder businessman. RG3 put more, made more, had more excitement. They also brought more revenue into the business when Dan Snyder had it. So why wouldn't you bring him back? Because they are trying to make money. Yeah. And, and RG3, what player in Redskins, Commander, National Football Team, he, uh, history, had more excitement than RG3? I don't think it's one. And we have a lot of famous and popular players. But RG3 bought that excitement, made that much money. So yeah. that's my take while they're bringing him back. Chuck, I I'm with you, man. I have no problem with Robert Griffin III. I we've had a few callers that were upset with it. You know, that guys wanted Chris Cooley, you know, Fred Smoot, and, and a few other players. And, look, I, I, I agree with you. I think RG3 brought this fan base together in 2012 when it, when it shouldn't have been possible. When the, when the overlord, the leader, is the devil and Dan Snyder, the fan base should have never come together like they did in 2012. It was unbelievable. That season will be uh, stuck in my mind forever, and so that's why I have no problem with RG3 leading the team out. I will always say I do not like him as an analyst. I think he makes it all about himself, 
But when he's wearing burgundy and gold and he's in the FedEx field, I'm going to cheer for him. Uh, let's go to Brad in Port Tobacco. Brad, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD. What's up, dude? Hey, Adam. Hey, I just want to let you know that um, I'm actually going to the game tomorrow. we got about 12 people, and we're ready to rock, man. I can't wait to see FedEx. I can't wait to see the atmosphere. And Brad, you're cutting out real quick. I, I can't hear you. You said you're going to the game. What's your prediction? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking a big win. I think the crowd is going to be absolutely nuts. The players are going to feed off that, and it, it's just going to be a, a big Big morale boost and a big crushing win by the commanders in the skins. Let's go, baby. I love to hear that, Brad. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah. I mean, the, the crowd is going to be electric, and hopefully that's the extra juice that this team needs on third and one to make sure that they push forward or, or on third down to make sure the defense is able to get a stop and get off the field. They're going to hear you in the crowd to so make sure if you're going to the game, you're making a little extra noise for the start of the Josh Harris era. Let's go to my girl Sabah, North Carolina. Sabah, what's going on? Hey there, Awad. Oh, I am super, super duper excited. I'm going to the game. Going to leave in a little bit here. We're going to spend the night. Going to do a little gambling. <laughs> I'm going to put some bets on the um, sports because I don't really do that much. I'm going to figure that all out. <laughs> um, and then uh, first thing in the morning, I'm going to head over to uh, the field. So I'm, I'm praying for good weather, though. It looks like it might not be uh, good weather. So uh, I got a field pass, too. So I'm hoping to meet. Coach Joe Gibbs and Magic Johnson. I love that. What's your prediction for the game, Sabah? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I think we should win, but I don't trust the defense. I think that that quarterback's going to run on us. We're not good against running quarterbacks. Yeah. And uh, I think Sam's going to be fine. Um, so, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably win a close one. We'll call it 17-14, uh, something like that. Ooh. I don't think it's going to be high scoring, particularly in the first game of the season. You saw on Thursday night. Things just aren't quite right yet on offenses, you know, the timing and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I don't know. But can I chime in uh, real quick about the RG3 thing? Uh, Go ahead. 60 I, seconds. I, I 60 so, seconds. I, I so don't want him there. I may <laughs> boo when I see that screen. And let's not all forget the run he made in 2012. And I loved him. I had a griffoning. Uh, I had his shirt. I griffoned. And I, I had a, a Superman sock, all that stuff. But it was Kirk Cousins that won two of those games, coming in down eight in Baltimore and then winning the Cleveland game. So um, he ruined this franchise for years, and I'll never <laughs> forgive him for that. So I don't, I'm not big on RG3, and I hate him as an analyst. Okay? Thank you. I oh, appreciate you chiming in. Love hearing from you, Sabah. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Phone lines are still open. We'll see you guys on the line. We'll get to you next. And also, my keys to victory on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're rocking with AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. If you're enjoying the show, stick with me on the Odyssey app Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. You can hear me in Richmond. That's 9:10 a.m. 105.1 FM. Of always available for free on the Odyssey app. Gives you the ability to pause the show, run some errands, rewind, and pick up right where you left off. Got some great tweets coming in. Keith tweets me, "Where's Cooley? He'd like to be uh, have." Cooley there for the welcome home game. Got to give a big shout-out to DC for life. He says, if they're bringing back RG3, they got to bring back Alfred Morris too. That is such a great point because without Alfred Morris, 
2012 does not exist. It does not happen. That team does not win games and get into the postseason without Alfred Morris. I mean, you could argue Alfred Morris meant more to the team than Robert Griffin III that year as he played the entire season. RG3 got hurt, and like you heard from the last caller, Kirk Cousins had to come in and be the savior. Alfred Morris had such an awesome season as a rookie. Love him getting in the end zone, hitting that home run ball, right, getting everyone fired up. They're bringing back RG3. That's a great point. Where's Alfred Morris? I need Alfred Morris in the building this season. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Vic in Akateek. Vic, you're on the fan. Adam, what's good, man? What's up, Vic? How are you? Not much. So, I was saying this on the, uh, on the screen, that we are eyes and hands away from defensive dominance. You talked about the chunk yards that we give up, uh, particularly on third downs. Yeah. Uh, or when we have two good downs or uh, we have a, a string of, uh, of uh, uh, contro- uh, controlled plays on defense where we're not giving up yards. And that's because our secondary uh, that is binding with our linebackers, our eyes are not getting to one to two uh, to the near side and then what's coming back side. It's, not, either, no, it's neither, either no communication or they're just not getting eyes there quick enough, or, or most likely both. And then on the defensive line, you know, Deron Payne and John Allen, uh, they get busy in the middle. But what's happening on the outside, we got to have angry hands. We got to get hands with leverage, and we got to get hands down quickly. We got to get hands down to the point of attack. The speed rush is great, but offensive line, tackles uh, make their money by keeping their hands on you and keeping their base between you and the quarterback. Those are simple, those are, those are fundamental things. Hands and feet away from dominance. We can do those things. We start stifling offenses. And offenses won't be able to drive down the field. We, we, we will end, end their drives quickly. And we have an offense that can score. And if we get to – we can stop a team on two to three drives in the beginning, of the, the beginning of the game and get at least a field goal and a touchdown or two touchdowns, we'll be up on teams a lot more later in the mid and later in the season. And we'll be able to step on some teams next that were just better than. That's my analysis. So what's your official prediction for Commanders Cardinals? I know you want to pick a win. Defenses like you. I say we're going to win. I say 27-17. Okay. 27 uh maybe 30-20 cuz I, I just don't trust our, our defense just yet. They will have to surprise us. All right, Vic, good call man. I appreciate it. Let's keep it rocking here. 1-800-636-1067. Is this Lil in DC on line three? What's up? You're on A-Y. the fan with AY. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Man, I'm pumped up, man. Ready for for the game tomorrow, man. Uh, I was curious. Uh, I know I just asked Toby. He said he doesn't know what's the status on Chase, but yeah. Um, I think everything gonna, I've heard he, is that Chase Young will play tomorrow. Oh, he's gonna play. Yeah. Oh, that's good enough. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how much he'll play, and I don't know how much of an impact he'll make here. Uh, but everything that I've heard is that Chase Young will suit up. Same with Terry McLaurin, uh, and you got to love that for the defensive side of the ball. Just have Chase out there, and maybe he's a distraction, and or or maybe he's um, one of those guys that if the defense focuses on him, Montez Sweat will right. have a big game. So um, exactly, you know, he's just got to be out there, right? If Chase Young doesn't play. And that becomes a story, and it's just a shame because we want to be talking about him making plays and not just him, is he going to be on the field or not? Yeah, I was 
like this is a game. If he wants to get his name back and and you know get his whatever his mojo back, I think this might be the game that he's going to regret not being suited up. But uh, at the end of the day, I think the other you know the other players going to step up and, and you know I think the defense going to have a feast, man. That's the way I'm visioning tomorrow, man. I just think that you know like you said, make that quarterback uncomfortable and make him run around and throw the ball. When he does that, you know things going to happen. Turnovers. Pick six, number 13, Forbes, baby. We're going to have one. Defensive so. turnover, touchdown, man. Hey, hey Wad, man, I'm going I'm to let you go, man. I'm, I'm so excited, man. I can't wait till tomorrow night, man. I'm going to be up all night. I say tomorrow night. Tomorrow, uh, 1 o'clock, man. I'm going to be yeah. up all day. I mean, all night tonight, man. <laughs> Always love hearing one, from man. you, man. Good, Thanks bro. for chiming in. I uh, love the energy and the passion. The fan base is fired up. Let's get a win week one. 1-800-636-1067. So, uh, keys to victory. Before I give mine, I want to go through my, our friends at Commander's Wire. Their three keys to victory. Uh, number one, they say manage the emotion. I, I totally agree. Look, FedEx is sold out. It's going to be legends in attendance. More fans than there have been in a decade or more. Expectations are high. With all that emotion, Ron Rivera's got to have his team get off to a hot start. And that is a great point for a key to victory. You know, you look at last season, and that's exactly what they did. I didn't like Scott Turner as a play caller all season long, but I loved him that first quarter against Jacksonville. They went right down the field, two touchdowns, up 14-0. Got to have another uh, strong start this season, week one. Number two for keys to victory from Commander's Wire. They say, stay balanced on offense. Eric Bieniemy should stay balanced with his play calling and keep running backs Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson involved. He has a lot he wants to prove in 2023. Winning convincingly in week one would be a great start. That's a key is mine for me as well. Look, I think Eric Bieniemy wants to throw the ball. I think he wants to be really creative and open up the playbook and just show how talented he is as a play caller, but he can't forget about the run. He can't forget about the simple HB dive and the stretch plays and, and all the different style of running plays that you that he has in his playbook. We have to pound the rock. That is absolutely on my keys to victory as well. And then number three, eliminate the Cardinals' running game. They say eliminate running back James Conner by stacking the box and making Josh Dobbs beat you. If he does, you can adjust. Yeah, we got to stop James Conner often. Uh, 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 we have to stop him early. And then again in the second half, you know that coming out of half, whether it's a six-point game or a three-point game or even if it's double digits, Cardinals are going to come out and try to establish the run once again in the third quarter. And why are they going to do that? Because they want to control time of possession. All right? And if we can stop the run, then force Josh Dobbs to beat you with the pass, and then you can change the way you want to defend him. Maybe you want to blitz more. Maybe you want to play more zone or more man-to-man. Jack Del Rio can adjust if we just start by stopping the run, eliminating James Conner's ability to run for four or five yards on first down and setting up these second and shorts. We want them to be facing with second and nine all game long, third and eight. That's how the defense will get off the field. So still to come on the final hour of the show, I'll give you AWOD's keys to victory. We'll be joined by David Harrison and Joe House from the ringer. Got Joe House driving around D.C. right now, tuning into AWOD Radio. He's going to hop on our airwaves at 11.30. Phone lines are always open. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. So we've got keys to victory and our official score prediction. It's AWOD on the fan. Toby's producing the show. Final hour coming up next. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 